Well, Andrew, the Winter Carnival is not too far away here. And one thing our listeners want to do is back winners. And we're always looking for for different methods to do things. Now, our next guest, this is going to be really interesting. He's a Bond University academic. His name is Dr. Robert Rothel, and he did a PhD on do Australian jockeys have hot hands? And he's going to tell us if it's true and how we can spot it and how we can take advantage of it. Dr. Robert Rothel, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. Glad to be with you. Now, we've got to go through a few things first here, Robert. Uh, uh, do Australian jockeys have hot hands? That's your PhD thesis. But first yes. of all, you might want to explain, what are hot hands? Yeah, well, it's a pretty loosely loosely defined concept, I suppose. But uh, hot hands, it's sort of uh, its origins are really are in basketball, where you give it to the player with a hot hand, you can't seem to miss on a particular night. So it's basically when a player's performance during a sort of a short period of time is significantly better than what you'd expect based on you know their overall average record that's probably a good way to define it and uh, uh doctor when you were uh, doing your thesis uh, your conclusion was uh, in contradiction to the uh, thesis in the 1985s by a couple of uh, yes. us uh, um, psychologists what did they find well, it was a controversial, it's a controversial topic. That's what sort of drew, drew me to it because, you know, the question probably hasn't been completely answered. And it's, uh, it's what sort of sparked my interest, I suppose, was fans seem to believe in it. Mm. You know, commentators and even players sort of believe it's out there. But then uh, the original paper by the academics, um, um, uh, Gilovich, Malone and Tversky, that was the original paper in 85, they said, no, it was just a, our brain sort of playing tricks on us. It was a misperception or memory bias. You know, we remember the good times, not so much the bad times. So uh, that's what sort of sparked my interest. And Tversky, he, he was a big believer that it was just a misperception. His, his famous quote was, um, you know, I've been in a thousand arguments over this one, won them all but convinced no one. So that, <laughs> oh, I know how he feels. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was, so I thought that's enough to sort of go and look at this issue again. So I wasn't the first to sort of look at it. There's been plenty of sort of chipping away at it and, and some of the other academics have chipped away at it, sort of looked at the original study and thought, you know, their, their techniques sort of lacked a, lacked a, bigger, uh, lacked a, a few things in a few areas. So people have been chipping away, chipping away at it. But, you know, if you looked at all the academics who believe in it and all those who don't believe in it, it's probably 50-50 it's still at this stage. So that's sort of what drew me to it. So when I when I did my study, I sort of found collectively, yes, jockeys have hot hands. If you bundle them all together and look at your results, uh, but if you go looking at them individually, it's a different story. Yes, some do, some don't, you know, based on the method I used. So, Doctor, how can punters take advantage of these? How can that we see if someone's got hot hands for the day? Uh, well, the way I looked at it was uh, I looked at... Uh, uh, jockey. So I took a sample of jockeys from uh, 2011, all jockeys who raced in New South Wales in 2011. And then I uh, recorded all their results from the year 2000 through to the year 2016. So that's about a million rides there. Hmm. And I think the most rides by one jockey, I think, was 18,000. That was Grant Buckley, he's a country rider in New South Wales. So on, on average, they had about 4,000 rides each. So what I was looking for was... Uh, do these jockeys win uh, more races in a row than their records suggest they should? So that's what I was looking for. 
So which jockeys, which jockeys seem to show hot hands? So once they win win one race, are they likely to? Are they more likely to win another one? So that's sort of varied from jockey to jockey. So some jockeys sort of get into the hot hands st- stage after they win two in a row, some after three in a row, some after four in a row. Some don't even show uh, show hot hands. So for example, you've got a You've got a good jockey like um, Nashra Willer, for example. He's got a great strike rate, 20%, which is pretty high for a jockey. He's not a streaky rider, so his expected numbers of streaks sort of match what you'd expect to happen. Whereas the the jockey I found that had the hot hands was a country rider called Terry Treacle, only had 11% strike rate, but he was uh, he was streaky at uh, two in a row, three in a row, four in a row, five in a row. So that's uh, that's that's why I went about it. I, I'd sort of be reluctant to say use hot hands as a betting system, you know, because uh, I'd be reluctant to sort of. That's one thing to consider, but I wouldn't sort of uh, go put in your house on a jockey with hot hands because they, they fall in and out of form pretty quickly. And is there any sort of uh, trigger that you can see that uh, someone may uh, look at and say, "Oh, hold on, that's that's the trigger. This could be he yeah. could be on today." Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the research we're doing now. I'm sort of working with a, a couple of great um, uh, bond researchers, uh, uh, Professor Rod Felvey and Professor Sekar Rajaguru. That's what we're actually looking at in our next study. What is the trigger? So it's not the same for every jockey. So for Damien Oliver to sort of win a win a, win a race out at Wangaratta is probably not going to spark spark hot hands but you know maybe if he wins three in a row that could be it whereas for other jockeys it might be just one in a row so we are looking at that trigger uh, and the first one we're looking at the moment is is, is uh, if a jockey sort of wins on a horse that's like an outsider one that's no one tipped we're going to see what that that uh, is that trigger the hot hand state um, my experience of looking at hot hands since I've started this research it sort of draws you more to Outsiders than you would ever ever would before. It sort of uh, your eye catches a jockey that's sort of got good form, and uh, perhaps they're riding an outsider. So you tend to sort of bring them into your calculations where other other times you may, you may not have if you didn't include hot ends. So, doctor, what are your qualifications in? Uh, okay, so I've got uh, undergrad degrees in uh, arts arts degree. I started off at UQ and then I did an economics degree at UQ. I've got a, um, a master's uh, in economics from the University of New England, and I did my PhD down here at Bond with uh, uh, Professor Rod Felvey and Sekar Rajaguru. So sports economics is, is where I'm where I'm heading. And and in relation to your research, how do you discount the ability of the horse? Okay, so in the in the first study we did, uh, what we used because we had one million rides. Uh, over such a long period, we could use that extensive uh, extensive number of rides to sort of wash away those sort of factors. Okay. Uh, that's what we're hoping. But in the in the next study, we are controlling for that. So in the next study, we're controlling for our uh, whether the horse is a favourite, what's the mm. weight of the horse, whether it's tipped, what's the jockey's win strike rate, uh, and our initial findings are showing there are jockeys that still have hot hands even when you control for all these other characteristics, all these other variables. Doctor, are you invited to a lot of Melbourne Cup parties? <laughs> uh, no, actually, when I did get my PhD, I took to the I took the family to uh, Eagle Farm, and we went to the uh, I think it was the Tiara Day, and we shouted I shouted them to to the marquee. And I am going to the Gold Coast races with uh, with uh, my fellow researchers Rod Felvey and Sekar uh, next month. So oh, it was a celebration. Oh, okay. So you get to trial it out yourself. 
Well, see, that was this was this was one of my motivations was to uh, have the TAB homepage open on my desktop computer, and everyone thought Robert was working. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's worked a treat. Oh, uh, okay. Now, will these this be published the uh, the paper? Is anyone else uh, able oh, yeah, to see it? Been, the, paper, the paper has been published. The first one's been published in the Australian Journal of Management, which is sort of an A-ranked journal. So we've been published, and it's sort of been peer-reviewed and been given the tick. And we hope to have the second one uh, ready for uh, potential publication at the end of the year, uh, where we're looking at this wow factor that's sort of what we call the precipitating event. You know, what mm. what's the trigger? And then look and see how long they sort of stay in this state or um, how, how quickly they're in and out of form. I suppose that's the best way to describe it. You talked about the original study in the mid-'80s uh, dealt with um, basketball. I mean, yeah. um, are you looking to sort of branch out into any other sports uh, on your uh, theory once you're finished with uh, jockeys? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in a team sport too. Uh, it's probably a bit more difficult with team sports because, you, you know, it's a lot of individuals all with different hot hands, I suppose. Mm. But um, I, I'm interested in looking at it in AFL, whether team sports, whether it does uh, pop up there. But uh, the original study was basketball, but it's been done for golf. It's been okay. done for bowl, uh, ten pin bowling, or even horseshoe pitching. So lots of people have looked at baseball. Is another good one to where they've looked at it. So anything where you've got lots of statistics, uh, you can sort of, it's, it's sort of uh, good grounds to go investigating. Doctor, I think we might get you back on when this second paper is published because oh, yeah, I, I'd love to do that I, I know we're going to have a lot of questions from the listeners and yeah. uh, especially if you branch out into into other sports as well look it's been a an absolute pleasure chatting to you and we will catch up when that other pay, pay, paper is published so we can uh, get a look at some of these findings Dr Robert Whittall from Bond University thanks very much for your time this morning okay good morning